welcome to Create Shift. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. It's so lovely to have you here. Create Shift is a podcast to support, encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. It's hosted by me, Ellen of Being Change, and it's funded by you, the podcast listeners and Being Change Patreon community. I'm here to support all of us to live our happiest, healthiest and most fulfilled lives and this podcast is one of the ways in which I hope to do that. Before we get into today's episode, here's a little bit about how you can be part of the Being Change Patreon community and help support this podcast. The Being Change Patreon community is a group of like-minded people all wanting to live their most purposeful and holistic lives. This community gets access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. I would love to have you be part of this community. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram and enables me to employ other people to work with me. And if you want to support the podcast but can't afford to be a Patreon member right now, you can support for free by sharing the podcast with three friends who'd enjoy it. Thank you so much for being here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create Shift. Today's episode is a solo episode and it's all about how we have to give ourselves permission to do what we want because nobody else is going to give us that permission. And if we're waiting for that permission to come externally, we're going to be waiting a really, really long time. And I, I was inspired to talk about this on the episode today because of a recent experience that I had creating my dosha quiz for my website, which is now there if you do want to take that as well, if you've not already, just to let you know that people are actually finding it really um, insightful and fun to find out their doshas, which is their Ayurvedic kind of energetic type. And we all have, um, there's three of them, and uh, that we all have a certain number of them in our nature, kind of ones that are higher than others that show up more. And it's, it's a little bit like a personality type um, quiz. So if you like that sort of thing, do check it out. Head over to being-change.com forward slash take the dosha quiz or just go onto my website and you'll find it right there. And let me know what you come out as. It's really fun um, hearing from people and, and finding out um, what they're learning about themselves. It's really great. So back to the episode then. I, I had this idea that I wanted to create the dosha quiz uh, a while ago. You know, I, I often link people out to dosha quizzes, um, clients that I work with or when I run workshops and things like that. You know, I talk about Ayurveda a lot. It's the root of my work. Um, and so I'm often linking people out to other people's dosha quizzes. And I, I've been thinking for a while, oh, you know, how great would it be if I had my own dosha quiz on my website? That would just be amazing. And it took a while of me thinking that for me to then think, oh, maybe I could make one. And then I was instantly telling myself why I couldn't do that, you know. Um, so let me just broaden this out a bit more um, so that we can relate it to whatever you're dealing with in your life. So, so many of us, all of us, actually have a dream. We have desires. We have something we want to do, something we want to be, something we want to create, something we want to put out there into the world. 
And, and, you know, we have more than one. Of course we do. Sometimes we have multiple desires and dreams every single day. And generally we, we quash them before they can even really become anything. And when I'm talking about dreams and desires here, I'm not necessarily talking about huge things. I think it goes on a scale, you know. We might have a dream that we want to sit outside in the garden today uh, for 15 minutes instead of going on our emails. We might have the desire to make a really decadent chocolate cake as a surprise dessert for our family or a dream to write a certain blog post for our website. Maybe it's something bigger, like you want to put yourself forward for a different job at your workplace, or you want to start your own company, or you want to take a sabbatical from work and have some time doing things just for you and figuring your life out a little bit. You want to get a dog. You want to have children. You want to go on a mini break for a weekend. Anything. We have so many dreams and desires that aren't part of our kind of everyday lives so they're not things that we just do um, and that kind of form you know say with our work it's not stuff that forms kind of the the daily grind that, that we have it's not stuff that we we do all the time it's something new so it's an idea it's a spark it's some inspiration and it lights us up and it excites us for that moment that we have it and then we kill it like a fly that's been buzzing around and annoying us um, that was a bit violent, wasn't it? I try not to kill flies that much, so just to let you know. I try and normally let them out of the window. So, <laughs> not a great metaphor, but you know what I mean. So the list goes on and on and on. The universe is literally singing with our dreams and desires. So how is it that we, we quash them? Well, we tell ourselves that we aren't blank enough. Whatever, you can fill that in. But whatever the reason we give ourselves not to do the thing, that word enough usually features in a negative way. Not good enough, not skilled enough, not enough money, not enough time. And, or, usually it's both, I've found in my experience, we think about the perceived judgment of others. And we don't even know if that's true that they'll have that judgment, let alone the fact that it doesn't matter what they think of us. And that's another, another episode, isn't it? And that's something that I... I'm still on a journey with that one but honestly what other people think of us does not matter and it's it's always to do with them and nothing to do with us but we let these thoughts kill our dreams whatever size those dreams are you know whether it is that career change whether it's that moving to a different country whether it's making that chocolate cake or taking the afternoon off we we let them die without giving them space to breathe and flourish. So with my dosha quiz then, what was I telling myself? Well, I was saying I'm not experienced enough. And this is one that I do think women kind of come up with a lot. And there's been sort of different you know, studies and I've seen different articles and different people talking about this um, over the years. And it is a generalisation for sure. And I'm not saying that men don't feel this at all. Um, but I think often as women, we think that we always need to be more educated. So I'm thinking of that, um, I'd say statistic, do you know what? I've not looked at the original study where this came from. I've just heard it secondhand from other people from several different sources. So who knows how it's been changed, but what I have heard is that thing, and maybe you've heard it too, that when there's a job and you look at the job advertisement and you look at the criteria that you need to fit, you know, the essential criteria, 
And as a generalization, a woman looking at that, if she doesn't meet all of the essential criteria, she won't apply. Whereas her male counterpart looking at the same job will apply even if he doesn't meet all of the essential criteria, even if he only meets, say, 60% of that. I think there is a percentage related that I've heard, but again, I'm just kind of recalling this from the chaos of my mind. Um, So as women, we always think that, we often think that we're not good enough and that we need to know more, be more, have more experience. And that's definitely what I found. And again, not saying that men don't feel that at all. That's definitely what I found with the dosha quiz. So I was sitting there thinking, oh, it'd be great to have a dosha quiz on my website. That would be brilliant. And then I don't have to link out to other people. And it would just be a really nice thing to be able to offer people. And it'd be fun. But I don't have the experience. And I was thinking, okay, well, how do I get the experience to write a dosha quiz? Now, bearing in mind at this point, when I'm asking myself these questions, I have a professional qualification as a holistic health practitioner with a focus on Ayurveda. Okay, so I have a professional qualification in the field and I still don't think I'm qualified enough to create this quiz. And I even got to the point, and this speaks to my pitta nature as well, that nature of wanting to do things the right way. I got to the point of thinking, okay, I think I I might give it a go, but let me Google how to write a dosha quiz. Obviously, that resulted in nothing useful coming up on the internet because there is no guidebook on how to write a dosha quiz. Even when you search for dosha quiz, like, it's not a hugely popular search term. There's not books written on how to write a dosha quiz. There are books written on Ayurveda and I've read a lot of them. (laughs) And so I I suddenly had this moment where I was sitting down and thinking, okay, I'd love to have this dosha quiz. I don't know how to do it though. I wonder how did the people who wrote the dosha quizzes, what qualifications did they have? How have they done it? And it just dawned on me that the other dosha quizzes have all just been created by people just like me. Hi, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Create Shift so far. I'm just jumping in here to let you know about my Being Change Patreon community. As a member of this community, you get access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices, and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram, and enables me to employ other people to work with me. Thanks for your support. Now, back to the episode. And sure, maybe some of them have been practicing Ayurveda for a really, really long time. Maybe some of them have been doing it for less time. It doesn't really matter, does it? I have this qualification, I have the knowledge, I've taken loads of dosha quizzes and when you take them you notice that a lot of the questions are very similar because a lot of the um, qualities, well the qualities of the doshas, you know, there's just these set qualities of the doshas, so if you know what they are, then of course you can write a dosha quiz and it took me so long to realise that and maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking of a similar experience you've had. And maybe you 
you you're at that middle point where you're thinking there's something you really want to do but you've not got you know whatever it is enough of this thing and I really hope that in listening to this conversation I call it conversation it's one-sided isn't it Uh, in listening to me talk to you um, about this and listening to me sharing my experience you might be inspired to release some of those not enoughs and release some of that fear about the judgment of others and just have a go at whatever it is that is is calling out to you whether that's big or small and I wanted to share something um, that the coach Tara Moore uh, wrote in her email newsletter recently and it really spoke to me about this so she talks about the types of questions that we ask ourselves and Tara Moore um in case you don't know sort of anything about her, she wrote a book called Playing Big. And it's um, it's about her work as a coach in helping women to play bigger in their lives. And it's about the barriers that we put in front of ourselves as women towards playing bigger. So it is, it is focused on women. But again, I'm not saying that men don't experience these things as well, for sure. And what she found is that as women we so often don't play bigger in our lives because of all these things like fear or perceived judgment or thinking that we don't have the qualifications or feeling like we need to just be a great student and get the highest qualification possible before we put ourselves out there and really do the work that makes a difference and so Tara sent her a newsletter recently and she was talking about questions that she defines as self-assessment questions so things like okay, I want to do this thing, but do I have enough experience to do that? Will it be good enough? Well, what? how will it be different to what this other person's doing that's the same? And she actually uses the um, example of a little girl wanting to build a pillow fort, right? And she's saying, well, does the little girl ask herself any of these questions? Uh, no, she doesn't. She doesn't say, am I good enough to make a pillow fort? Is my pillow fort going to be the best pillow fort? Is it going to be better than this pillow fort? She asks herself creative questions like, what does it need now? What do I want to add? She thinks about maybe how the people could contribute. And, and I'm, I am sort of quoting from the newsletter here, saying, I want my friend to bring over flowers to decorate the fort with. And then she looks at it and she asks, is it done? So she doesn't, as Tara says in this letter, she doesn't assess whether it was a good fort. She doesn't assess whether she deserved to make the fort and take up the space. She doesn't worry about whether she was prepared enough to do it. She doesn't worry about whether it's unique. And she doesn't worry about what other people are going to think about it. She just knows that she really likes her fort. So Tara shares this um, graphic in the in the newsletter, which I'm going to put in the show notes as well. So if you want to look at this, I'll pop it on my blog. Um, but this is Tara's that she's made. So she talks about uh, unhelpful ego questions on one side, and then she kind of translates them into helpful creative discernment questions on the other side. So an unhelpful ego question is, who am I to say this? And a helpful creative discernment question is, what's bubbling up in me that wants to be said? Ego question, is my work unique? Creative discernment question, is this authentic? Am I any good at this? Is doing this meaningful to me? But do I have what it takes? Are there collaborators that would be fun or useful to engage here? So I just thought that was a nice example to share because it it maybe helps us think about these things that we put in our way in a different way and how we can rephrase them and how we can then remove the barriers that we put in our own way 
to doing whatever it is that we want to do. Because we wait, don't we? And I, I certainly know that I've done this. I was waiting for somebody to tell me, you should write a dosha quiz. And they're not going to, of course they're not. They don't know if I want to do that. They don't really care, probably. You know, nobody's going to come up to me and say, you should write a book. Does that mean I'm not going to write the book that I want to write? Nobody's going to come up to you and say, you should definitely make that chocolate cake. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they really want the chocolate cake. But nobody's going to say, here you go. You're good enough at this. Now you can do it. This is just not how it works. We have to decide. I am enough as I am right now. It doesn't matter if you're good at the thing or not. It really doesn't matter. I am enough as I am. I want to do this. I have a desire to do this. It makes my heart sing. It makes me happy. It makes me excited. I'm full of enthusiasm for this thing. And that is enough for me to do it. And there's there so many other things that I could talk about now. You could talk about failure. I could talk about that judgment of others. And let's save those for another episode, shall we? So I really hope that this has been inspiring and helpful in some way to you. I'd love to hear from you, honestly. Um, you can send me an email, ellen at being-change.com. You can pop over to Instagram. I'm at being underscore change. And just let me know what those dreams or desires are that you're working with at the moment. And, and we can have a chat about it if you want. And if you do want support and help working to bring your dreams and desires to life beyond kind of Instagram DMs and email chatting and you want that support in finding your way to a life that is meaningful for you, then I'd love to work with you on one of my unique Create Shift one-to-one coaching packages. My coaching style is really unique in its approach, as it blends sessions that are more mind-based, so the talking things out, thinking things through, with those that are embodied. So it really comes from my experience, from teaching yoga, from learning about holistic living, from, from being this holistic health practitioner, and my own experience in my own life, making changes. And in that experience, I realised that we can't create real deep change unless we bring our work into the body too. Because the body holds so much, and the mind and body are, as you know, I'm sure, so deeply connected, that the embodied work we can do can have a profound effect to aid your transformation. So that's how we work in Create Shift Coaching. We alternate our sessions. One will be more talking and the other one will be more embodied, looking at movements, meditation, breath work, practices that you can bring into your daily life, mantra, mudra, all those sorts of things. And so if that's intriguing to you, if, if you feel like you would like that support, then I really recommend heading over to my website, being-change.com forward slash coaching, and the link's in the show notes as well. And you can read about the coaching packages there. But also, if you have any questions at all about working together in this way, again, find me on my email, ellen at being-change.com, or find me on Instagram at being underscore change. And you are also most welcome to book in a free 15-minute discovery call. We can do that from my website, from the coaching page. And that's no obligations at all. It's just for you to find out more about me and how we can work together. And for us to see if it might be a good fit for you to, to do a Create Shift coaching package. The other thing just to note is that if you are interested and you are listening to this in real time, it's May and I've, I've got an offer running throughout May that if you book your coaching package in May, so you don't have to start it in May, but just if you book it, then you get an extra 30 minutes of coaching absolutely free. So 30 minutes of coaching for free if you book by the end of May. And there are payment plans available for all of the packages. So you just need to get in touch and let me know what it is that, that you might need. 
And if you want to take the dosha quiz and you've not already done so, head over again to my website, find it on there. It takes less than five minutes and people are really engaging with it. So I'd love to know what you come out as. So thank you very much for listening and until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Create Shift. I hope you enjoyed it and found it inspiring and supportive. Don't forget to share the episode with friends and on your social media channels to help this podcast reach more people and help them live their most purposeful and holistic lives. And if you'd like to be one of the people funding the creation of this podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash being change to become part of the Being Change Patreon community. Until next time.